Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. I'm Miranda, and I am joined today by Hosier. Uh, by the time this reaches our audience, you will have already played this show. Okay, yeah. Uh, right, yeah. You're about to play a sold-out show at the Sylvie here, our new venue. Yeah. How is the venue treating you? It's yourself? beautiful, yeah, yeah. It's really, really nice. You can tell it's like a brand new brand new space. Yeah. You know, and, uh, which is super cool, because when you're on stage, everything is everything's purpose-built recently so you know you know this 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 stage is solid the the sound coming back to you is, is solid you know what i mean it's it's everything the backstage is lovely yeah. it's, it's wonderful yeah. yeah this office space that we're in right now is yeah. decorated so beautifully too yeah it's very cool and then the backstage is made for artists you know by by a production company that has done so many shows mm-hmm. is their goal meeting your expectations it's fantastic yeah, yeah. like one of, our, one of our production team just this morning just sent on a few photographs. It's awesome in catering. They have like a little kind of place to shoot hoops. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. We, we saw the Revivalists. Yeah. And we had a meet and greet and uh, Revivalists played basketball with some of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's a great, it's a really yeah. great vibe. Yeah. Awesome. So, new album, yeah. Wasteland Baby. Where does that name come from? Yeah, I, I suppose it, it takes, I mean, it's named from the title track, um, Wasteland Baby, uh, which... I don't know which kind of that song itself is 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 more. I think it's the most kind of uh, hopeless hopeless of of the, of the tracks. It kind of just imagines imagines the end of the world, yeah. you know, in, in in a few different in a few different settings and, and a few different possibilities, and and tries to find something uh, worth going on for. You know, I think that the kind of the whole feel feel of the album sort of uh, maybe plays around with or sometimes even enjoys the the idea that you know we're kind of it's kind of bracing itself for a dark age mm-hmm. you know what i mean so, yeah. you know, um, and i think that's it's it's it seemed to sum up the album in a nice yeah. way did you purposely want to have the separation between nina cried power and wasteland baby yeah it was something that was it seemed appropriate enough when nina cried power is is the most hopeful sounding song on that you know yeah. it kind of tries to speak to direct action and citizen action and you know making a go of something making a try of of, of something and and standing standing up for something wasteland baby is was when all efforts have failed yeah when, when all things are over and yeah. uh, you know and the worst is, is still yet to come and um, so i think that that's definitely that seemed appropriate anyway to openly okay. close the album on those uh why the why the four-year by the four-year wait, um, I suppose it's. I know it seems like a four-year, but I mean, I, you know, two years, two of those years, I was on the road. Yeah, uh, I find it very, very hard to write to write successfully on the road. Okay. You know, to, to you're, you're just surrounded when you're, mm-hmm. you know, sitting down to write something. Take a, a, you know, it takes a bit of time. It takes a bit of peace and quiet. And for me, anyway, hopefully, as little interruptions as possible. And um, road living is, you know, you're surrounded. Yeah, you live in the pockets of. 15 other people yeah um so two of those years i was on the road and then i just I, I needed to decompress needed to take time to rest i was eager not to to do something expedient and just like mm-hmm. throw out an album throw out songs yeah you didn't want to just have like a rebound album yeah, yeah <laughs> like I a relationship there yeah you yeah. have to have process totally and, yeah. totally and you know you have opportunities and you there's there's opportunities doors open for you to go out and, and write ten more uh, mm-hmm. ten kind of attempts at, a, at what, what'll be a pop hit or whatever. But you know, I, di- I didn't want to write an album by committee either. I yeah. wanted to I wanted to spend some time with the work and feel like I, it felt felt like me. It felt good. You know, that was it. I just took took some time with it. And have the time to be able to say, 
maybe this song isn't what I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. And you can just shelve it. You don't have that pressure of having to put it out right away. That I think makes for a better sounding album altogether. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Well, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say to people who know you just as the take me to church guy? Um, I don't know. I suppose there's always going to be people, people who, who will know me as that. And like, that was, that was, that was a top five hit or something. Yeah. Else, you know, uh, if you listen to top five music, if you listen to top 10 music, yeah, absolutely. There yeah. you go. Um, you know, I don't, I never felt like I was going to be a, like a, a top five artist or, yeah. you know, uh, I certainly don't write and I wasn't writing songs that sounded like they would be top five yeah. hits or top 10 hits. That's just not my, not, not my, not my bag, you know? Um, so it was an unlikely song. It was an unlikely hit, I should say. Uh, this kind of elaborate metaphor for sex and, and sticking it to the institutionalized Roman Catholic Church. Uh, not exactly, uh, not exactly club club banger uh, <laughs> yeah. ingredients there. Yeah. You know. So, um, but you know, if I just tried to approach my work and approach songs since then with the same sort of ethos and the same sort of. Uh, um, approach as I as I wrote with you know with that song you know you know there will be people who don't follow on to the next to the rest yeah. of the work you know I was very is it a compliment to still be known like that or is it almost an insult that they don't pursue the other albums I I, I wish I wish I, I I don't even have a feeling about it you yeah know? I mean I think you, you have to make the work if you feel you need to make yeah whether people whether that's whether that's listened to or not whether to take me to church was 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 an obscure an obscurity and and whether that never became the song that it became and whether that existed forever in obscurity uh i would still have to make the songs i feel i need to make whether people are hearing them or not really at the end of the day yeah it's nice and there's wonderful noise that surrounds that and there's glitter and there's a wonderful pat on the back that people are are willing to give you but ultimately you just have to be happy with the work you feel you need to make so i don't really have i don't really have strong feelings on it you know okay do you have a favorite song to play live do i have a favorite song to play live um i yeah i mean i i still i still i get a real kick from from hearing the crowd sing that back there's an upswing of, of a song not falling into obscurity you know yeah. um, that's a good that's a good feeling um i really enjoyed playing cherry wine live i think that, that again that's a nice moment with with the audience um and those ones we have fun you know uh like nobody is super fun dinner and diatribes actually from this record is a very fun fun song nice. to play live yeah yeah um do you have somebody that you would love to collaborate with yeah, I, I keep saying this, but um, I was super grateful, so proud. I got to work with uh, Mavis Staples and, and Booker T. Jones. The, I, there's one artist I don't think there's. I don't think I could point to any, very many living artists that have shaped or shaped my life as much as Tom Waits. So Tom Waits is a big, big, uh, big influence for me. It was kind of he was kind of my treehouse when I was a teenager. You know, that kind of he was kind of my, it was like uh, a, a retreating spot. Um, but I, you know, so I, I would love in some way, shape, or form to get together on, on something with him. You know, that would be awesome. Yeah. Do you have a go-to food? Do I have a go-to food. Depends on what. It depends on what state you're in. Okay. Uh, depends, <laughs> it depends on uh, how you're feeling at the time. Yeah. If you're hungover or whatever, you know. Um, a go-to food. 
I, I eat a lot of salmon, I find, in, as I get older. Like, that's, you know, if I'm feeling I need to need to nourish myself. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm hungover, it's going to be French fries. Yeah. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be something, it's going to be something fried. It's going to be either. What are you most likely to get hungover from? It's like to get hungover from. Like what drink is <laughs> I, wish, I wish there was a simple answer to that. I mean, most alcohol. Yeah. Uh, like, that is the simplest, but I mean, yeah. like, uh, you know, like I don't discriminate. Certainly, when you're partying, I don't discriminate on what's what's going. You know, so the answer to that would be anywhere over five drinks. <laughs> Deal. What is something you always forget to pack for a tour? Uh, I always forget to pack. Yeah. Phone charger on this one, would you oh. believe? I, t- I, t- I went looking for for one as soon as I landed. Phone charger. Um, I'm pretty good. So oftentimes swimming talks, uh-huh. uh, swimming trunks or, or, uh, or, uh, like flip flops, you know, Ooh. don't know if I, if I, if I, if I impact them on this one. So um, little things, the, yeah. the, the recreational stuff that you, that you don't think you're going to. I've heard some bands say toothbrushes. Yeah. That, at least that's easy to get somewhere it's easy else. To get somewhere, yeah. yeah. Um, especially for bands that have to travel by bus, mm-hmm. um, the flip flops is usually a big one for yeah. truck stop. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Showers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you listening to right now? What am I listening to? Um, we kind of when we're on the bus. Like again, I don't have a lot of time to sit down and listen to music. When we're on the bus, we kind of play a game where we we. Um, we all pick a song or you create a playlist based on uh, some sort of concept. So you might say, you just pick a concept. It could be something from that day where you're like, it'll be songs only with, with vehicle names in them or some sort okay. of vehicle in them. Yeah. And then everybody has to, has to throw in, throw in yeah. something like that or songs with a drink name in it yeah. or a song that song with, with a, with the, with a certain color in the title. So like, you that's know, kind of fun though. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so you end up just listening to, there's no genre there. Yeah. Right? You just end up listening to whatever. Everything. everything. Yeah. 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 So I wish I could say, I wish I could point to one or two artists. <laughs> it's pretty mixed bag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, differences between touring in the United States versus, I mean, you've toured the world. Mm-hmm. Do you have, Favorite things about the United States and least yeah. favorite things? Yeah, I do actually. I find I find the states is fantastic for touring. Buses are, are really really great. Very very comfortable. Um, the the fact that you can be on a bus in the in the entirety of that continent of, of basically the northern like of all of North America, yeah. you just stay and that's your home. So the bus becomes your home, and you don't have to get it all off get off all that much. You it becomes you know your own little little safe haven um so that makes it super super handy for bringing stuff with you mm-hmm. finding something that you like maybe you buy something and you keep it you store it on mm-hmm. the bus and you ship it home at the end um that's super super cool um the crowds also in america i find it very very giving they're really really vocal just really generous audiences they 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 they're there to have a good time and if they like something they let you know it you know mm-hmm. they, they they offer up their energy in a really really generous giving sort of way and that makes the show like to be honest it's the only thing that separates oftentimes when you're on stage it separates a good show from a bad show it's just how much you feel the how much you feel the audience is enjoying themselves if you mm-hmm. feel like the audience isn't enjoying themselves you feel like you've, you've done it you've done a bad you're having a hard show you're having a difficult yeah. show and so a crowd who are who are there and are willing to to show you that and you know and willing to have a good time and let it be known that they are having a good time 
that's everything. Is it, it compared to certain places? It depends city to city, and it depends uh, country to country. Then, when you're in in Europe, uh, it's it's different. Number one, you, you're getting off the bus a lot in Europe for uh, do ferries and stuff like yeah. that. So it might be a bit more ferry travel, which is a bit tougher, like a three a.m. ferry crossing. Uh, no one enjoys that. Yeah. Um, and then you have, depending on where you are, depending on certain countries, the way people react to gigs is, is very, very different. And I wouldn't be unique in saying this. this is something I think Janis Joplin would have said. Like, I remember an interview back in the 70s. She was talking about Europeans being a far more sort of in their head uh, it, 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 as an audience. So a bit more what, what I would call chin scratching. You know, you know what I mean? Bit, yeah. Rather than people whooping and hollering, there's a bit more just kind of like nodding and, and chin and scratching. And observing, you know, yeah. Which is, which is a different way to enjoy a gig. And it's a bit more, there's a bit more analysis maybe going on there on the side of the audience. But it's as a, as a, as a person who's on stage, what you really want is, is <laughs> yeah, what, sometimes is what an American audience offers, yeah. which is just like, you know, which is uh, which is noise and heave and, and yeah. heat and sweat and all the good things, you know, that you see in a, in a gig, in a good gig, you know. Uh, Are so, there yeah. bad things about touring in the United States? Uh, any bad things? Yeah, aside from being away from home. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I haven't experienced any. Any, to be honest. But I've I've, I've had a bit of a charmed touring life, so I haven't done like the length of the the length of traveling. Um, I, I've had a, a charmed touring life. There's I've great admiration and respect for the bands who are doing this in in splitter vans. So yeah. where you can't sleep, where yeah. you know, somebody takes the wheel and, and drives five hours, and, and people sleep upright. Yeah. You know, with well, their backs slowly twist into, yeah. into spasmic shapes and are in great pain by the end of it. Um, I would think the length of those journeys would be very, very tough. For, for uh, But I've lived a charmed life when it comes to that. I, I kind of started coming into touring. We were able to we were able to move quickly to, to using buses. So I can't, I, can't, I can't think so. I remember being intimidated the first few times, stopping at truck stops and stuff like that, yeah. like the showers at truck stops or whatever. But, you know, to be honest, that's, that's not, it's not even a bad thing. They have those in Europe <laughs> as well, too. You know? yeah. So, yeah. Do you feel like you can still go out and, and get a drink or go eat dinner? Do you think, yeah. do you feel like people notice you a lot more now? I find with with a pair of glasses and a hat on, like you get away with a lot. Yeah. I wandered. I went out and wandered in Madison there yeah. yesterday. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> really, really nice. Yeah. Just anything in particular while wandering around Madison that you appreciated? It's really pretty. I got to say, it's really, really pretty. I really enjoyed as well too seeing like a lot of local businesses still doing their thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of local brew houses, a lot of local like food places. You know, sandwich shops and like. And also, there's a nice, unpretentious vibe to the place. You know what I mean? It's just people just doing their thing. Um, it's it seems it seemed really really cool. You know, um, I didn't get to chat. I didn't get to chat actually to any locals. The, some of the band members there I befriended a few few a few locals last night. And just said there was. Uh, I heard a story. This is like this is hilarious. But they, they came out of a bar, and there was a few bros. There was a few bros who had like had a bit to drink and started getting aggressive with somebody. This this dude that they had met who was they had just befriended, and and the and the argument was diffused by the person who was being uh, who was who was kind of being started on. Uh, he diffused it by 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 tickling the the two, the two dudes and the and the and the, uh, the whole the whole interaction was so absurd that the aggressors just started laughing and just like and then the whole thing just diffused everybody everybody in the, in the surrounding bar yeah. apparently just started laughing uh, 
and this is just a story I just heard a few hours ago, which I just thought was the, yeah. was the coolest thing I've ever heard. It actually yeah. sounds very Madison. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It was like great. Um, which even, you know, even late at night on a Friday night, you know, yeah. uh, at that turning point for certain, for the, the type of person, like it was just, it ended up in laughter. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I went, as I said, I went for a quick, quick walk around town and it's very, very pretty as well too, I gotta say. And I love how there's great architecture and these beautiful buildings and then you turn around and there's the beautiful lake yeah, and, yeah, and people yeah. out there experiencing nature. Totally. The fact that they're, they're so intertwined here is yeah, something I really it's, appreciate. It's, it's nice, you know, being so close to the water is such a good mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for giving me your time today. Pleasure, Pleasure. yeah. Thank you very, very much. Yeah.